0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
2: Hey, friends. My name's Olivia Perez, and I'm an entrepreneur, journalist, and the host of the Friend of a Friend podcast. Every Monday, I meet with some of today's youngest and brightest entrepreneurs to make space to tell their stories and shine a light on who I believe to be the next generation of luminaries. I'll interview up-and-comers and game changers from brand builders to personalities, activists, artists, and thought leaders from around the world. Each episode lets you be a fly on the wall during one of the greatest pep talks, like a conversation between you and a friend or a friend of a friend.
0: See you there. Welcome to the Career Contestive Podcast, your shortcut to being more fulfilled, healthy, and successful at work. I'm your host, Laura Goodwin. Something I've learned throughout my career and from the many amazing guests on this exact show is that it doesn't matter how talented or amazing you are, nothing and nobody just comes to you. It's why working hard doesn't always equal success. It's why your annoying coworker who lacks the skills that you've worked tirelessly to keep sharp can advance faster at work. It's why knowing when things need to be done with 100% effort versus 85% effort can be the key to unlocking significant growth. It's a really annoying career thing that kind of keeps popping up, and that's why we're going to unpack it today and share four reasons why your colleague can outperform you even when they're not or even more skilled than you are. And now this is the Career Contessa podcast. Have you ever found yourself in the middle of the office, your eyes wandering from desk to desk, and suddenly it strikes you? Why did Julia get that promotion and not me? Or perhaps during a team meeting, as you watch a colleague lead a major project, you can't help but wonder, why did Tim get to lead this project instead of me? The scenario is frustrating, confusing, and can even have you second guessing your own value at your job, especially when you know you're just as skilled, if not more. I recently saw a post from at dangerous WCO and it said, quote, whatever you think you can't do, just know that there is someone who is confidently doing it wrong right now. They have no plans at doing it better either, and people are paying them to do it. Please believe in your own excellence as much as they believe in their mediocrity. And this is so true. You're not alone in this conundrum. It's a shared experience for many professionals, and it brings up an important conversation about the dynamics of success in the workplace. Today, we're going to dive deep to uncover some surprising, maybe even hidden reasons behind this phenomenon. We'll be navigating through the intricacies of workplace success by going over four reasons why your colleague is more successful than you, even though they're not more skilled than you. Okay, our first reason why your colleague may be having more success is networking and visibility. According to an insightful post on LinkedIn by Jason Pfeiffer, who is going to be on the podcast soon, so that's very exciting. One key reason less skilled colleagues might outpace you is their knack for networking and visibility. It's their quote, confidence and willingness to take chances that make them stand out. While you're heads down, focusing on your work, and of course, doing great work, by the way, they're heads up, they're engaging with others, they're making sure that their accomplishments are known. When it comes to workplace dynamics, it's not just about working hard, but also about working smart, ensuring the right people are aware of your contributions. So how does one do this? Increase your visibility at work by communicating clearly and regularly. Share updates with your manager and teammates about your progress and achievements, and be specific about how your specific contributions helped the team achieve their goals. Quantify your success, not just when you're thinking about updating your resume, quantify your success on a regular basis. Did you increase customer satisfaction by 30%? Did your recent post results in 150 new sales? A quick example we really like for self-advocating on a regular basis is sending a weekly recap email to your manager each week. Not only does this provide a paper trail of your work, which of course you can use later on for promotions, raises, etc but it's also an easy way to share what you're working on, the status of the projects and the three top priorities as shared by your manager. Now, because you're sharing this every week, if the priorities do change, your manager can easily communicate that to you, but it also gives them a view into your work without a need for them to reply or add another to-do list item on their plate. Brene Brown calls this type of thing upward empathy it's when you know that your leader is busy and instead of just throwing one more thing on their plate, just because you're saying, you know what, I'm going to send you a a thoughtful email that communicates what I'm doing. I'm going to be proactive about my self-advocacy without adding this as a to-do list item, meaning I don't need you to respond. I don't need you to necessarily do anything. I'm just going to upward empathy, practice that by also practicing self-advocacy and making sure my work and my contributions are well-known. And the one thing to know is that you want to be strategic. Self-promotion doesn't need to be this constant overwhelming thing. In fact, that's the part of self-promotion that gets kind of that ick factor. Change your view from self-promotion to self-expression. How can you express the credit that you need to be given for an assignment? You know, how can you give credit where credit is due to other team members? Even celebrating others' successes is a really important thing for self-advocacy and self-expression. Not only will this create an overall more positive work environment, but it also encourages your colleagues to then reciprocate in the future. So what people say about you behind closed doors visibility becomes easier the more you invest in networking and building relationships with the people around you. So network within your organization, having a broader network means more people are aware of your work and can speak on your behalf. They can include you on projects. They can recommend you for teams. They can get in touch with you. Again, it's just your name is coming up in closed doors that you're not part of and if possible engage in mentoring whether as a mentor or a mentee this will also help with your visit Ah. the comfort
1: of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center thanks to carvana it doesn't get any better than this your favorite seat's the best spot in the house make it even better by entering your license plate or vin and getting a real offer in minutes there really is no place like home and speaking of home carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana. Where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit carvana.com today. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash work.
0: The second reason that your colleague may be having more success is your own fear of success. This might sound counterintuitive, and I know it sounds super silly, like you somehow are not wanting to be successful, even though you're working super hard to be successful. But as the Harvard business review points out, sometimes smart people sabotage their own success. It's the fear of the unknown, the fear of the added responsibilities, or the fear of not living up to the expectations that really is keeping them from being successful. Your colleague might be taking risks that you shy away from. They might be embracing opportunities even if they feel like they're not 100% ready, where for you, you're unwilling to take that risk unless you feel like you've got all your ducks lined up. If you're the type of person whose self esteem rests on your intelligence, or maybe you have perfectionist tendencies, it can be really difficult to put yourself out there in unknown situations where you might fail at times or make some mistakes or things might not go according to plan and you might be in a deep place of uncertainty and out of your comfort zone. Meanwhile, your coworker who is not as skilled but more comfortable with failing slowly moves up the ladder. I'll give you a quick example from my own real life. I had a friend who was working for a large tech company and she had been there for, I don't know, I wanna say almost like 15 years. It was a long time. And when COVID happened, she eventually was part of one of the people who got laid off, which was not because of her performance. There was just, as you all know, during COVID, a lot of layoffs. But she, in hindsight, now looks back and tells a story about one of our other colleagues was working there as well. And she's still there. And she said, you know, when COVID happened and there was a lot of uncertainty, that person who sold the company, they really leaned into it. They're not better at their job than the friend that I had that was there, but they leaned into that uncertainty. They didn't let fear of the unknown and needing to have their ducks lined up and that kind of perfectionist tendency keep them from from trying. And especially during COVID, a time when anybody who was trying and leaning into uncertainty at all, I feel like, was in the unknown. But what happened is when layoffs came, you know, one person was laid off and the other person who's still there has moved up the ladder. And I don't think it has to do with hundred percent of skill. I think it has hundred percent to do with the fact that they are a person who kind of dives in first and leans into that uncertainty. If this sounds like you remember that taking on challenging work at things only strengthens your skills more. So our tip is to acknowledge and understand your fear journaling may provide some clarity, just being willing to put yourself out there and take baby steps. So, in going back to the story I told, like maybe the friend that I had in hindsight says, you know what, I could have leaned in a little bit more. I could have raised my hand and said, I'm not really sure how to do this thing, but it's the thing that you need done. And I'm willing to at least look into it. So think about what aspects of putting yourself out there makes you scared. And then maybe write out what are all the worst case scenarios that could happen is it the increased responsibility? Is it the fear of the unknown? Do you have an unpredictable schedule when your life requires you to have a predictable schedule? So think of all those things. And I think journaling and writing them down can really help you at least say, I don't know exactly how this is going to go, but at least I know, and I can trust in myself that I can come up with a plan B and a plan C and I can figure it out. Or, you know, another way of thinking about it, is there a fear of making a mistake and feeling embarrassed? One of my favorite quotes comes from a researcher and author, Adam Grant. And he says, he has this uh, comment about imposter syndrome is saying, quote, I don't know what I'm doing. It's only a matter of time until everyone finds out where a growth mindset says, quote, I don't know what I'm doing yet. It's only a matter of time until I figure it out. The highest form of self-confidence is believing in your ability to learn and believing in your ability to figure it out. I have another quote that I really love, which says your success is equal to the amount of times that you said, quote, fuck it, I'll figure it out. And this is exactly what this is talking about this point. So if you suffer from imposter syndrome or the feeling that any accomplishment that you do is not indicative of your hard work, but rather just luck, then we have a great article on Career Contessa that includes seven ways to fight this feeling at work. And I will make sure to link to it in the show notes. Okay, the third reason that your colleague may have more success is counterintuitive career moves. (laughs) Okay. Hear me out. And here's what we mean by that. In an article in the observer, it highlights how some of the most successful career moves are quote counterintuitive while you're playing it safe, sticking to the quote, tried and true methods of success. Your colleague might be taking more unconventional paths, seeking out new and challenging experiences. While these may be risky at the end of the day, it sets them apart and opens up unexpected opportunities. I'm sure you can think of at least one person in your life whose career has looked a little riskier or maybe not made as much sense. And, but it's also at the end of their story or where they are now, it makes total sense. And according to the observer, a couple of these counterintuitive career moves are number one, being selfish. Instead of always being the quote team player, the selfish worker goes after what they want. This could look like kissing up to the boss or what I would like to actually call is managing up because I think that's a way more strategic move or simply staying late and putting in the extra hours. And while we don't necessarily recommend either of these tips, well, we do recommend managing up, not kissing up, but it, it might be the reason that your colleague is quote succeeding more than you in the workplace is they have that selfish piece of them and then they're leading with that of what is it that I want and then how can I make sure I'm getting that, right? Another counterintuitive move is jumping around. And by jumping around, we mean job hopping. There are many pros to job hopping, including increased job satisfaction that's been reported by some, increased salary. We've seen that a lot. We have a whole episode about this in the past and moving up faster, right? So kind of that, if we were thinking of a career ladder, kind of jumping some of those rungs. But we'd warn that there are also cons to this. We actually had a recent episode with Andre Martin, who highlighted in his episode about finding the right fit career that job hopping can actually not always be great. And one of the things is that you can miss out on internal networking opportunities, which Of course, we just highlighted in the first point and what he says in the episode, which I would, I'll put in the show notes so you all can listen to it again, but it's working collaboratively on work projects is some of the best bonding and networking you can do within your company. So when you're thinking about being selfish and kind of job hopping, you want to make sure that your timing is not too little at a place where you haven't been able to kind of reap the full benefits either. So just something to keep in mind. And like I said, I would reframe this advice from the observer and say that being selfish in your career really means taking control of your own career agency. Instead of reacting to career moves that come your way, make sure that you're in the driver's seat and that you are proactively steering the wheel. Be selfish about making sure you can join that project. Be selfish and take time to attend a conference or learning course. Be selfish and always be job searching or take the interview even when you aren't quote, job searching from the recruiter. So being selfish for me in your career is really about really having that ownership over career agency and recognizing that the best job security that you can create is the job security that you create for yourself, not literally from a job and an employer. Our fourth and final reason that your colleague may have more success is that they understand the unwritten rules. As noted on LinkedIn by Saeed Murfath, there are unwritten rules in every workplace and understanding these can make a significant difference. Your colleague might be more attuned to the company culture, the decision makers preferences or the subtle dynamics of your team, navigating these with ease while you're adhering strictly to the formal guidelines. In order to be more tuned in to what these unwritten rules are, pay attention to interpersonal relations and office politics. Hone your emotional intelligence skills to navigate your office's work culture.
1: CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car.
2: With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: To identify areas where you can provide value. There are a few specific reasons why understanding these unwritten rules and office politics can pay off. First, it enhances your decision-making skills. Understanding power dynamics and relationships between different departments and people can translate to smarter decisions that create positive impact for everyone. For example, if you know that two departments are competing for resources, you might craft a proposal that appeals to both, thereby increasing the chances of your project being approved. Understanding office politics also improves your conflict resolution skills. Understanding their personalities and alliances within your office can help you anticipate how different parties might react to change or decisions. You are then able to address concerns proactively. For example, if you're aware that a colleague tends to be resistant to change, you can provide additional support to them when proposing a new initiative or plan having this awareness also goes back and supports all the previous tips we've mentioned in this episode. So to recap, if you want to increase your chances of success at work, number one, focus on building your network and increasing your visibility by sharing updates about your work. Our favorite tip is this email recap that you send at the end of the week that your manager doesn't have to respond to We're practicing upward empathy. Number two is understand and take steps to overcome your fear of success. Are you afraid of leaning into uncertainty? Are you afraid of taking on the additional responsibilities and you've thought up all these other things in your head that keeps you from moving forward? So consider what is that fear of success for you? Number three, make some counterintuitive career moves. And number four, grow your awareness about your workplace's unwritten rules. Here's the good news. Understanding these reasons is the first step to changing the game for yourself. Networking and visibility can be developed. Fears can be faced with the right mindset and support. Unconventional paths can be pursued with careful planning and unwritten rules can be learned through observation and mentorship. Remember, it's not just about being skilled at your job. It's about how you position yourself, how you handle challenges, how you share career contributions, and how you engage with your environment. Your career is not just a path you follow. It's an ever evolving landscape and you're in charge of shaping that path. Thank you for listening to this episode of the career contested podcast. If you have a career question that you want us to answer, leave us a voice memo via the link in our show notes. SpeakPipe is an easy tool that lets you send your questions with the click of a button. There's no app to download and you can do it with your phone or your computer. Plus, you're going to get personalized career advice on an upcoming listener Q&A episode. Lastly, please take your time to rate and review and subscribe. Little insider tip, one review equals a thousand downloads. And that's the number one way that you can support our show so we can be back here each week with amazing guests. Plus, you can let me know if you're liking these solo episodes and you want to see more of them. My DMs on Instagram are always open. We're at Career Contessa.